Welcome to another episode of the Woman Strength Society Show. Today, we are going to talk about why intermittent fasting is not a good idea for most people and why timing of eating matters. Why is that? It makes a huge difference. Yeah, what kind of difference Me does it make? Meal timing for the body composition. Okay. And I think a lot of um, women that listen to us would like to keep a good body composition all year around. Yeah. Like they don't want to, I mean, they want to get in shape. You want to get in shape. Um, but you also don't want to get super chubby in a building phase. Um, so you want to stay in a yeah well-conditioned also throughout the build and this was one of my um, struggles or you mistakes did, yeah you just didn't know nobody told you nobody told me about meal timing really that wasn't part of um, the coaching I had uh, my coach didn't um, educated me on, on meal timing and what really matters so when I went in my first building phase it was I did my first cut, I had my photo shoot, and then I went into my first real building phase. And the calories went up, and I was, like, super happy to have all this food. And I was like, okay, cool, now I'm going into the build, and I will have so much food. And for me, it wasn't that much about fueling my performance. Um, I wasn't thinking that much about that. Um, so it was not very performance-oriented nutrition yeah. uh, it was more hey i have more food and i can finally enjoy after i have dieted for the first time really mm. down um and because you have like a bigger budget in terms of calories then you can also quote unquote allow yourself to eat more taste bumps taste bumps yeah yeah. To eat more taste bumps. So I was having more pizza, more ice cream, um, mainly these two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what more? But mainly these two. So I was saving up my calories for having um, meals outside, going into restaurants. Yeah. And I was staying in my budget. I was not exceeding my calorie budget in my building phase. But when I look at it now, my look is completely different than in comparison to my first yeah. building phase. And sure, I have now um, less body fat because I did a second cut and more muscle mass um, because of the build, the second build now also. Uh, but it's also mainly due to prioritizing, prioritizing my meals around my workouts. Yeah, and this is also something that like, I can... I can see it and I can feel it um, now between the the new build cycle you did and um, before um, in the in the spring and early summer where you had exactly the same weight as now and in between was just like a quick fat loss phase and now you you are tighter you are you are yeah tighter is the right word a bit drier. And um, you are now paying even more attention to that than at the beginning of, of this new building phase. Yeah. Um, one of the things you, you're doing is also drinking calories during your workout. So this is going to automatically shift 
um, the the calorie spread. You're going to have less calorie budget for the for the evening, and this is also something that we've learned more about in the last um, in the last month. So we try to pay more attention to that. Yeah, and we pass it more to our clients yeah. now too. Um, everything we learn for sure, but that's a huge. That was a huge learning in my in my building phase now. Yeah, restructuring my meals, shifting more calories to the um, to daytime, mm-hmm. um, to the morning, to my lunch, uh, and not like saving everything up for the evening and then eating a lot and then going to sleep. Because I mean, for some people. When you eat a lot in the evening, then you may experience a bad night's sleep. That wasn't the case for me. So I could have big meals and then still be still able be to sleep, sleep. Yeah. Um, pretty well. So I wasn't really feeling that um, this is something my body doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I can see it. Yeah, it adds the, up. That the body composition is different, yeah, um, and it makes it makes a it makes a difference for sure, and yeah. that's why we also put um, the nutrition guide together uh, because we were like more women need to understand not only how much and what to eat, but also when to eat. How can you how can you support your body because um, you all want to like get stronger, build muscle, lean out, uh, have a better body composition, improve your fitness, so. Paying attention to your nutrition around your training is super important. Yeah. We put a lot of effort into this guide and uh, you can do- download it with the um, link in the description. So I really do check it out. And one of the reasons why uh, timing of eating is important is not so much about the weight because there's um, there's a lot of research that shows that as long as the calories are equal then your weight is not going to change that mm-hmm. much but there's much more <laughs> there's much more to fitness and looking good than just, just the, the weight. weight and if you ask like good bodybuilding competitors um who are like their job is to look their best um like the good ones they're going to say like hey the the, the scale doesn't really matter yeah. i go more the with the look And if the look is right and on point, then I'm doing things right. And this is like the main driver of the decision I'm, I'm making. But what you need to understand, and this is also the connection with um, intermittent fasting, is that when you, when you wake up, um, you're, you're, you should be hungry because during the night you are not eating and you are still burning calories when you sleep. And um, one of the one of the mechanism how you can still have energy is because your liver is going to produce um, glucose that you that you need to be able to transport oxygen and so that your brain can work and it it works quite a lot um, during the night and when you wake up then your liver is is quite empty or at least it's it's not full. And on top of that, you have like a big increase in cortisol, which is a stress hormone or so-called stress hormone. And it's there to increase blood sugar amongst amongst other things and to give you energy. And um, the problem is if you don't get energy from food 
um, coming in, then your body is going to keep producing that hormone. And this is something long-term that's going to have a negative impact on a lot of systems in, in your body. And this can lead to more fat around your trunk, like around your belly, but also more water retention. It can also lead to um, less insulin sensitivity, which mm. means that you're, you become less and less carbohydrate tolerant. And this is going to impact a lot your performance and your recovery because the glucose, instead of going into your muscles um, so that you can perform and recover, uh, it's going to go more into fat cells and to to have more variation in blood sugar, which can also lead to to some um, some hunger and cravings. That that leads to more eating. Yeah. So I think shifting the it like there needs there needs to happen a mindset shift in um, when it comes to nutrition yeah. for a lot of women, um, and that is. I want to perform mm -hmm. and therefore I want to eat um, and I want to make sure that my body is properly fueled um, across the day and that I'm giving my body the nutrients it needs yeah. to function well. And as you said, um, these are things that, are, that you maybe don't experience on a day-to-day -day basis, which um, drawbacks it has not eating breakfast, uh, eating a lot of calories in the evening, uh, not eating uh, enough during or pre-workouts, uh, um, but it adds up over time. And then you wonder, after a couple of years of mismanaging your nutrition, why you look so puffy, mm -hmm. for instance. Or why the results are so hard to get by. So yeah, or why you why you can't eat more, why you can't eat more carbs, why you can not, like not tolerate more carbs. Or why why you have like huge carbs craving. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, this is like very typical, not eating not eating enough during the day. And then at some point you're going to crave the energy that you that you spent basically on doing things. And uh, you're going to have like a huge craving on, on carbohydrates because this is one of the primary fuel source for your, for your body, especially when you are active yeah. and when you go into training or when you have stress. Yeah. And um, it, it might not be that you're, you're addicted to carbs or that you cannot resist because of lack of discipline or willpower. It might just be that you haven't had enough calories and or carbs during the day early on a day and then it backfires at the end of the uh, at the end of the day yeah because i did a poll on my uh, instagram stories about um asking my audience if if they experience cravings and it was like shocking how many i think it was like 80 percent We're saying, yes, I experience cravings um, now and then or regularly, and they are not in fat loss phases. And this is like a, is a big, big, red flag. big red flag. Yeah. If you experience cravings like during, during a long fat loss phase where like um, food focus um, becomes more and more um, a thing. A thing. Yeah. <laughs> as you eat less and less and it gets hard and you lean out 
okay. That's that's totally okay if you if you start to crave something because you had a lack of calories and nutrients over a long period of time. That's also part of the game to some extent. But eating at maintenance calories or being in a maintenance phase or being in a building phase and having cravings for foods that that should not it's happen not, yeah, it should not happen it doesn't make sense because enough calories are coming in so you shouldn't crave food so either it's and that's a completely different topic uh emotional eating yeah um that can that can um certainly be the case but on the other side it can also be just a mismanagement of your nutrition on yeah. a day-to-day -day basis which leads to cravings Exactly, and we, we actually recommend more and more to do the exact opposite of intermittent fasting. It could be seen as like reverse intermittent fasting. Ooh, so is that something you, new? <laughs> maybe. No, it's actually quite old. So it's like the saying goes, um, breakfast like a king, uh, lunch like a prince, and uh, dinner like a pauper. And and I, it's basically what we would recommend for most people. Mm. And there might be some cases where intermittent fat or skipping breakfast um, could be a good idea. But like for most people and the people that we work with, then it's actually not a good idea. So start actually your day with a breakfast um, that has enough carb. Then have a snack after your breakfast and between uh, lunch. Then have your lunch. Then have a snack then have dinner not too late during the day or at least a few hours prior to going to bed. And this is going to, to shift the way you are going to um, be able to perform. And but performance, uh, I don't mean just like uh, your training in the gym, but also the way you are functioning and working during your day. Um, so being at work or as a partner or as a mom, so forth and so on. Um, yeah. Super important. Super important. Makes yeah. a big difference. And and it's highly uh, underestimated. Yeah. Like what nutrition, what getting enough calories in regularly across the day makes, as does to your body and also mind. And to give you a, an example, like for me, yeah, um, it's a, a switch that I made a few weeks ago after we've uh, measured my basal metabolic rate. My basal, basal metabolic rate was um, 2,050 calories. And uh, my physical activity level is around a factor of 1.4. So it means that um, with 2,800 3,000 calories, I should be around maintenance. Um, like there are, there are a few more calories that comes with the thermic effect of food and with training, but, but my training volume right now is super, super low. So it should not be a big deficit. But just by eating those calories, and I'm eating 2,700 calories a day, and just by shifting them mostly to during the day in the morning and having three to four hours of, of fasting time before going to bed, I've lost almost two kilos in two weeks, which is quite a lot. The last time this happened, I was eating 2,100 calories. Crazy. Uh, to have the same kind of, of rate of loss. Yeah. 
So and that's also water retention from it's like a lot stress. Of water. Yeah, it's definitely that's coming a lot of water. down. So if you have this uh, like puffy, puffy feeling of like being super watery, can you say that watery? Yeah. Um, then it might just be due to not uh, not eating too much, but just at the wrong time Absolutely. of the day. Um, so making the switch is definitely worth a try to improve your body composition, even though your weight, like body weight, is not changing. Because you can look completely different with like 65 kilo or 65 kilo. It can be a totally different um, look just because you uh, switched around how you are distributing your calories across the day. Yeah, and look is one thing, but then there's also all the other part of life that are important and that, that are going to be influenced by that. And one thing is, you know, not having those cravings. This is something that can make such a big difference and it could be such a big relief because then you start to stop asking why you don't have the discipline and willpower. Yeah. You stop obsessing over food. You stop thinking that carbs are monsters and make you an addict. Um, I mean, this whole nutrition topic, it was such a frustration for me mm -hmm. because a couple of years back I was trying to do everything right and nothing seems to work. And everything was like, I was so, like my mind was so obsessed with thinking about it. I was going to the grocery shopping and I was spending so much time inside the shop because I was like overwhelmed with what should I buy? Is this actually good? Is this actually bad for me? It was very, very confusing, super complicated. And then on top of that, I was also having the feeling of um, being a failure because mm -hmm. I wasn't able to stick to the plan or execute yeah. as needed but it was just not the right thing that i did so and it's absolutely understandable because um i think what what happened a lot in the last few years is there there were a lot of pushback against fat diets from nutrition experts and what they were basically saying is hey your fat diet is actually it's actually wrong <laughs> Uh, it's the wrong way to do it. If you want to lose weight, then your main focus should be on calories. Mm. And calories is, is like, it plays a huge role in regulating your body weight. But like we said at the beginning, it's not the only thing. There are also other things um, to body composition and how you feel than just how much you weight. And this is something that might be This is something that might be hard to understand for someone who doesn't know about calories counting and effect it has on, on um, weight regulation. And it's also a very, very new field like chrononutrition, studying the effect of when to eat what is actually quite new because there's a lot of talk about circadian rhythm and what happens in the body during the day. And it was very interesting for me to um, kind of dive into that, that realm because actually there's quite a lot of, of literature showing that skipping breakfast and eating a lot of, of calories, um, late night eating, mm. as it's called, um, is actually something that is, that is bad for your health mm. and for body composition. 
but also to see that um, your your body doesn't burn energy the same during the day, and it actually makes sense during when you the think, night. Ab- or du- yeah, during the day, but also during the night. So you burn more generally. You burn a bit more in the morning, and for example, y- there's the um, thermic effect of food. Uh, which goes into how much calories you burn. It's basically the heat that you're going to produce when you digest food. And it's been shown that there's a a difference of up to 44% in the evening versus in the morning. So it means that you burn for for the exact same amount of calories from the same food, you burn 44% less calories in the evening than in the morning. And then, of course, when you lay in bed and you sleep, you still burn calories, but you burn much less calories than when you are working, when you are playing with your kids, when you are having fun with your partner, um, when you're training, obviously. And to have most of your calories when you actually need them actually just makes sense. And then to have less calories when you need less of them. Yeah, the body is smart. Yeah, the body is smart. And, and then when you when you go against that kind of, of flow, then, then it can, if you do it over a long time consistently, then it can really lead to, um, to problems. And this is something that we are starting to... Um, to see more and more that uh, it plays a big role and uh, that paying attention to that is is going to be super helpful for m- most people. Yeah. Do you have anything to add to that? No. Okay. That was good. Good summary. Cool. Then uh, remember to eat your calories during the day, to have your breakfast, to have snacks in between and um, to shift your, your mindset to, hey, I want to perform. Um, and give my body the energy it needs, the nutrient it needs on a daily basis. Yeah, so that you can function and... Yeah, not only look good and better, but also like function better when it comes to like energy, a better mood, a better sleep in general, being uh, more energized. Did I say that? More energy, being more energized. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and like we said already, um, we've put a, a guide together uh, where we teach you how much, what, and when to eat because those are the pillars of what you need to master your nutrition. You will find the link in the description to download it. So do this if uh, you are interested in improving your nutrition. And if and this episode stop cravings. and stop cravings, obviously, it's completely for free. Yeah. And uh, if you like this episode, then please leave us a review, subscribe to the podcast, share it with someone you know has cravings and talk to you next time. Bye bye.